Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And I want your opinion on whether or not you think they're as bad as they seem because there are some that we know the answers to and some that are remaining up there. So let's start with that. Because a report this morning via Twitter, in fact, from Fox Sports' Cody Kay has set the rugby league world alight. He's reporting that Ryan Pappenhausen is now facing a mid-season return at best for the Melbourne Storm. This would be a massive, massive setback if we're looking now at a mid-season return at best. Now, I'll take you through what's happened with Ryan Pappenhausen. Back in July 17 last year, which was round 18 against Canberra, he fractured his patella in 10 places. The storms say that this report's not factual. They say nothing has changed since the initial diagnosis, which is we could have him back by round six at the earliest, which would be against the Roosters in April. That'd be 263 days since Ryan Pappenhausen uh, last played a game of footy. He's since been over to the US to Bill Knowles and he's joined the list there to try and get himself right. But there's something going on. Ryan Pappenhausen is certainly not coming back in the first four or five weeks of the competition. There are reports out there that it's mid-season return. The Storms say nothing further to see here, folks. But there's something going on. And it leads to a further question. Are things as bad as they seem possibly at the Melbourne Storm this year. Justin Olam's going to miss the first month of the competition with a fractured arm. George Jennings, available round four. He had an ACL injury last year. Tarek Sims, they're saying, will be available in the early rounds. Marion Seve, return date TBC. Then you add the outs for the Storm for this year. Brandon Smith gone. Jesse and Kenny Bromwich gone. Felice Kafusi gone. The Storm finished fifth last year. If Ryan Pappenhausen doesn't get back on the field until mid-season, or at least in round six, they're saying at the earliest, are they in danger of missing the eight for the first time in a heck of a long time? 2010, they finished last because of the salary cap. So let's put a asterisk next to that one. The last time the Melbourne Storm missed the eight was 2002. 21 years ago was the last time that they missed out on the top eight. Like I say, they finished fifth last year. But I tell you what, if Ryan Pappenhausen isn't going to be there for a big chunk of this season, and the players that I've just mentioned are already missing, plus you've got those on the injury list, they're not the sole club to face this kind of scenario. But it does pose a question. Do you think things are as bad as they might seem at the Melbourne Storm. Let me know your thoughts on that. 0457 736 736. Are things as bad as they seem down at the Winning Post Motel out there at Mudgee? This is rugby league at its best, folks. The old Winning Post Motel at Mudgee. Just happily and quietly going through life as a nice little motel in a beautiful little place. And then, bingo, rugby league arrives. And the old 6am minor scuffle, uh, full as boots, Michaeli Ravalara and Zane Musgrove are the players that end up in a scuffle. Now, they're not going to be suspended. The club 
um, has said that, yes, they haven't lived up to the standards of the club you've seen and heard it all before. And we know the fact that it probably just is what it is. They came back home. They're rolling around. They have an argument over whatever. And they're two big footballers who are having a bit of a wrestle and making a fair bit of noise. The club allowed the players to go out on the drink after losing to the Rabbitohs in the Charity Shield, 42-24. The Dragons have the buy in round one, so apparently that's the reason behind it. So we've got the buy in round one. First game against the Titans will be on March 12. So now's a good time to go out and have a few drinks. Are you, are you with me here? It, it ain't the biggest thing. Things aren't as bad as they seem here, or are they, if you're a Dragons fan? Are you worried about it? Because you've seen this movie before. You know the situation St. George Illawarra are in. Two players on the cans having a bit of a scuffle at a motel. Read not much into it until you put it into perspective. Until you put it into perspective, they just lost the match against the Rabbitohs. Sure, they've got a buy in round one. Are there better times to say, yeah, yeah, go out in the drink? Or do you just go, let's go back to the motel. Let's jump on the bus in the morning. Let's get back. Let's debrief this loss. Let's think about this in the situation that the club's been in. We've seen this movie before with a barbecue. Do we need to go through this again? Possibly not. Is it the biggest thing? No. Could it have big dramas? Maybe. Is it a bad look? Yeah. But should you earn the right to party off the back of a 42-24 loss? in a charity shield match when you've probably got some bigger issues to think about as the season gets underway, your season gets underway in round two. I think the answers are pretty clear to that. So as things are things as bad as they seem, Dragons fans, let me know. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh, are you worried about it? Or is it just the old storm in a teacup? Move on. Nothing to see here, folks. I'm inclined to think both, actually. Yes, storm in a teacup. Like I say, two footballers getting back late at night or early in the morning. Bit of a hassle. If it's anyone else but the Dragons at the moment, it's probably not a story. Then we get to signings. Dominic Young is supposedly locked in, ready to rumble at the Roosters as of 2024. So he's informed the Knights reportedly that the deal is done. Dom Young um, saying no to the Dolphins, no to the Gold Coast Titans, and yes to the Roosters. So what happens at the Roosters when he arrives? Daniel Tupo off contract at the end of this year. He's played 223 games for the Roosters. He is set to become their all-time leading try scorer this year. So another six. He's behind Anthony Minicello, who's first with 139 tries. So we know what Daniel Tupo has and is at the Sydney Roosters. Then you've got Joseph Suoli'i. Has a player option at the club for 2024. He'll be playing centre this year, and we know that Rugby Australia would be just lining up and everybody else in the league would be lining up to sign him. So what do the Knights do with Dominic Young this year? And what do the Roosters do when he arrives at them next year? Are things as bad as they seem for Newcastle missing out or losing out on Don Young? And are things as bad as they look possibly for a bit of a reshuffle at the Roosters? Or do you think it's just like for like? Do you think that that's a good signing? Let me know your thoughts on that one.